How do you see Jesus? Now that the Christmas season has passed, we're all getting back to our regular schedules, our normal lives. After this Sunday services here at St. John's, all these decorations which have beautified the sanctuary will be stowed away, kept until next Advent and Christmas season. That might be happening at your homes too. We took care of that yesterday morning at our house, except for those lights outside. Those are going to stay up for a while. But everything else, put away all the garlands, all the wreaths, the lights, the candles, the Christmas tree, gone. Now, here that will be the case too, except for those three banners behind the pulpit. They will remain because those banners echo the story of the light of Christ, which has dawned and grown for all the world to see. On the church's calendar, on Friday, January the 6th, marked the Festival of the Epiphany, a day that celebrates God's revelation of his Messiah to all the nations. A day to remind us that Jesus came to be the Savior for everyone, everywhere. And in the Western church, the Feast of the Epiphany has come to be connected with Matthew's account of the Magi, or the wise men. Do you see Jesus as the wise men saw him? Looking at the wise men's story, we can see that they made their journey seeking out a king. They probably read the prophecies from the Hebrew scriptures that pointed to God's savior to come, a great ruler to be born. Once they saw the signs in the sky that announced his birth, they set out on their journey. They gathered together their gifts, costly gifts, gifts fit for a king, and got all their supplies necessary for the lengthy journey, probably traveling along with their servants and other companions. And the wise men followed the skies and God's word of promise to that child, Jesus. They became the first Gentiles, the first people from outside the Jewish faith and Jewish culture to worship Jesus as the great king who was coming into the world. The wise men saw Jesus as a king, a wonder, a mystery. What about you? Is this person born in Bethlehem a wonder that you would worship as the wise men did, gathering your resources to make a journey, a pilgrimage, and present costly gifts. Is he a mystery to you? Someone you don't quite understand, but still know to be important and worthy of your devotion. Now that the Christmas season has ended and the decorations are all coming down, you might just head back to your home and Leave Jesus behind until that next time that you see the signs pointing to him. Or you might fall down and worship him because of who he is, the king. Do you see Jesus as Herod saw him? Once Herod learned from the wise men that the king of the Jews had been born, he was concerned. Now, it wasn't because he had missed out on the arrival of God's long-promised Messiah. Herod was troubled because this new king would be a threat to the power and throne that he so enjoyed. Herod's position of power was so precious to him 
that he'd kill to keep it, repeatedly. So what's some collateral damage in the form of some dead babies and toddlers in the region of Bethlehem? Herod saw Jesus as a threat. If this newborn child were king of the Jews, that meant that Herod would be out of a job. He would lose that which seemed most precious to him. Jesus' kingship is reality. Does his kingship threaten you? Or maybe let's put this in a different way. Does it trouble you to learn that Jesus has come to be your king too, meaning you can't be? In our nation, I suspect it'd bother a whole lot of people to know that they aren't actually meant to be rulers of their own lives. Because each of us has rebelled against the threat to our self-rule that Jesus represents, even if it's not in the cold-blooded and violent way that Herod did. Ever since Jesus was revealed to the world, the world has added out for him. Do you see Jesus as John the Baptist did. Now, if John had an advantage, the Holy Spirit had been working on him since even before he was born. While still in the womb, he jumped for joy when the newly pregnant Mary arrived to visit his mother Elizabeth. And John was raised by parents who had it on divine authority that their son would have a great role to play in the Lord's service. John knew that Jesus was something special, even if he didn't have a full understanding of just how God's kingdom was coming into the world through him. When John saw Jesus coming to him there that day at the Jordan River, he knew that something great was about to happen. John saw Jesus as the fulfillment of God's promise. And for some time, John had been proclaiming God's coming kingdom, calling the people to repentance. He expected that Jesus was the one who would be God's end-time deliverer, the one who would usher in God's reign, the one who would put sin and evil to an end once and for all. But John didn't know. John couldn't know just how Jesus would act as the Messiah that God had sent to redeem his creation. We can look to Jesus and see the promises of God fulfilled. But Jesus isn't the fulfillment that John or anyone else was expecting. Jesus comes to be baptized by John, so John tries to stop him. Why should the Messiah, the one who is perfect, be baptized for repentance? But that's just it. Jesus isn't there for himself. Do you see Jesus as God the Father saw him at his baptism? Now, none of us should pretend to know the mind of God, except that God himself speaks here to tell us exactly how he sees Jesus. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. It's like the Father is saying, Watch him. 
He is the one I am sending for you. The Father saw Jesus as his beloved Son who was taking our place. The Father was well pleased with his Son precisely because Jesus was doing what he came into the world to do. Jesus didn't need to be baptized for repentance for himself as he was without sin. Being God the Son, Jesus already had a perfect relationship with God. That's what's key about Jesus' baptism by John. Jesus, God the Son, was standing in our place. He was standing in your place. Jesus underwent a baptism of repentance for you and for me. He was baptized for us. He fulfilled all righteousness on our behalf. He identified with us sinners and in so doing, Jesus revealed God's love for you and for all people. And Jesus would keep on taking our place, even going to the cross for us. And he's still doing it. Gathering as God's people this weekend, here we remember and reaffirm the vows that were made as we were baptized into Christ. In the sacrament of holy baptism, you are joined to Jesus just as he took your place there at the Jordan River. And as Jesus went up from the water, the heavens opened to him, but they also opened to you. Because as Jesus went up from the water, he carried you and me with him. As the baptized people of God in Christ, know that when the Father looks at you, he sees Jesus. We now move on from the season of Christmas. We go into this season of epiphany, getting back to those regular schedules in our regular lives. For Christians, people who are baptized into Jesus' name, people who Jesus carries with him, the season of epiphany is about regular life. God has revealed his love for all people in his beloved son, whose name we as Christians bear. So now going out each day, you and I are called to reflect his light into the world so that others might see Jesus. You are a light for the nations. During the season of Epiphany at St. John's, we will again take up that theme of being SJLC, serving Jesus, living in community. As God continues to work through this people, through this community in Christ, to serve the world around us and to reveal his love. So how do you see Jesus? In this season of Epiphany, may it be through the eyes of faith, seeing Jesus not as a distant wonder, as a mystery or a threat, but as your king, the king who has come to fulfill all righteousness for you. Watch him, because he is the one God has sent for you. Amen.